Welcome back to Chad and MJC Talking Bulls. I'm your host, Chad, and with me as always is our co-host, MJC. How's it going? How's it going? And we are back as if COVID never hit. No, of course COVID has hit, um, but we are indeed back. And the Bulls are still streaking. Well, not really still streaking. They're still streaking on an eight-game streak at this moment. But they weren't streaking last episode. They were streaking, and right after we finished recording, they went on a two-game loss streak to the Cavs and Heat. Yeah, but, but otherwise, it's been it's been great. But specifically, we were going to record before Christmas, but that just didn't work out because of the holidays. But also specifically because the Bulls only played two games because they got hit with COVID and had at one point eight people or nine people yeah, in protocol. Bad. Like it was really bad to where it's like somehow the NBA had them still play and they had to move a ton of stuff and. It got bad to where anytime someone got out of protocol, like two more people went back in. Uh, yep. And Caruso's um, injury. They've just been, we haven't been a, a whole. Yeah. But we've been winning. Yeah. Like right now, Caruso is out with, is it his hamstring still? I think and, it's like a sprained foot or something. Yeah. Um, Green is out. And then they have uh, McKinney is in protocol, I believe. Those are like the three people down right now for the bulls just to confirm that at least those are the people are two of those were in street clothes in the last game but everyone else seems to be doing well lonzo had probably had the quickest turnaround from being in protocol to to being right back because he, he was back yep. in the last game I feel like a he, blink and he was back yeah and uh lonzo was bragging about how he doesn't like hang out with anybody he just plays basketball and go home and then as soon as he said that he got hit with the covid protocol but he was right yeah. back. Uh, he tweeted and, like, "You jinxed y'all jinxed me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this, I, I don't know. So I think, like last time, we talked about like Vooch, how him going out with the COVID protocol benefited him because he got the step away from the team. And since then, we've had like an almost all star caliber Vooch. Uh, this time around, even though Kobe went into it, I feel like this really helped Kobe like figure out what yeah. he needs to do. He, he transformed. Yeah. Where, I got to ask you a question. Uh, seeing Kobe play, do you think he's auditioned himself for other teams, or do you think he's solidified himself as the bench player for, for the rest of the year? Like the six-man. Man, that's so tough. Because I, I keep going back and forth. Yeah. I'm having a lot of swings with how I feel about Kobe. Like, on one hand, I really love him. And I would too. love for him to be here. But, I mean, he's having a pretty good audition, if you ask me. But I, he could score a lot of points and really help us. The Bulls need that off the bench. Mm-hmm. Because they, they don't have anyone that can really score like him. Or at, at the volume. Like, Caruso has streaks where he can score, but you you, you don't you, they didn't sign Caruso to score. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think he's capable of doing it like consistently like Kobe because Kobe, like his confidence is back. Like he's driving, he's he's shooting up threes without a care in the world for the most part. Like he's playing really good. I just don't know if he's playing good as an an audition for another team because I imagine teams are calling now. Yeah, I'd say it's more likely that he stays on the Bulls now, right. just because it does seem like it works. But I don't know. We do. 
I don't want to say we need a trade because we're we're doing just fine. But we we are missing one piece in the starting lineup still, I feel. And Patrick Williams is he he's completely out for the season, right? Like there's no no chance he's gonna come back like the last month of the year. It seems like they had said he his timeline is that he could be healthy around that time, but that they don't plan to rush him back for the playoffs or anything. Because, man, if they could get him back, I, I think that that would solve all their problems. Well, not that there are problems. They went on an eight-game win streak. Yeah, he'd but, have to get back into a rhythm, too, though. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, because, I, I honestly, it's been so hard to keep up with all the people going in and out of protocols, what the Bulls' starting lineup is at all right now, uh, for the most part. Uh, which, credit to Billy Donovan. He's doing a really good job of finding rotations that work despite his team mm-hmm. being out. Uh, you pay attention a little bit more to the rest of the league than I do. Uh, it seems like other teams are struggling with the COVID situation, but like, what is it about the Bulls that they're 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 kind of thriving? Is it just like leadership from the coach? Honestly, I can't say. I'd say maybe the coach. The, the players in the locker room were, were just were tougher, especially than we were in teams the past few years. Mm-hmm. But DeMar DeRozan has been huge. Around the league, I, I don't know. I still say the Bulls are... We shouldn't technically lose any games, but you know can't win them all. Yeah, it, it it just baffles me because, like, some teams are just really struggling. I mean, and it makes sense that they're struggling because it's just like you don't know who's in your rotation. And then that's where we're getting so panicky that they, like, activated Kyrie Irving to play part-time just so they can have yeah. an extra body. But even the Nets, they've been doing pretty all right. They are, but... The but, ridiculous amount of COVID cases they have. Yeah, but they, they, I mean, they activated Kyrie because they like Kevin Durant's playing out of his mind, but they, they realize that Kevin Durant can't do that the entire season. So, like, nope. they, they had to. They, they had to activate him. And I know the bu- the Bucks aren't at full strength, but that was before COVID. Uh, so, like, the East is wide open. I, like, I, I feel like the Bulls might be able to just run away with this yeah. first place. Can, can Kyrie even play basketball in Chicago? That's with a, Laurie's, well, not Laurie's new mo- rules, but like Cook County's uh, uh, vaccine mandates. People not from Chicago, we're not talking about uh, Laurie Marker, and we're talking about the mayor, uh, Laurie. Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 different, That's super funny. Yeah, a different like I don't know. Like, it's very restricted. He can't play in California. He can't play in New York. I don't think he can play in Chicago. He could definitely play in like I'm trying to think of uh, states that have multiple teams and it's like he can play against texas he can play against any of the three teams in texas yeah probably some florida teams yeah yeah he can play he he can play against all the florida teams uh so i mean but that's gonna help the nets uh, so much in terms of they can rest uh durant and irving and you know yeah give them and, and then there's like the debate of like does that mean home field advantage means nothing Home court advantage means nothing because then on the road they get Kyrie Irving. So. Kyrie's just like part time bubble player. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, it seems like a lot of the teams are like struggling to figure out what's going on outside of like the Warriors and the Suns, who just seem to be just absolutely rolling. But everyone else seems to be pretty devastated by this. But the Bulls have been like super consistent, and a big part of that is Demar Derozan. <laughs> Derozan for MVP. After the week he had those back-to-back game winners. And we're not talking about like him just getting like an open look, like contested multiple people on him. What one of them was like? What a one footer with two defenders on him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like stepping forward, one foot shot. Good luck. I don't know. <laughs> it was a prayer. He's averaging twenty-seven points a game, uh, twenty-six point nine to be exact. Uh, it is absolutely ridiculous right now how he's playing. And like Levine, Levine's back because he he was gone for a little bit. They overlapped a, a little bit with their like COVID cases, but mm-hmm. Levine's still getting his shit in, which is a thing that uh, has been amazing to me this whole season. That DeRozan can like dominate this well, but Levine is like still getting his shit in. Uh, to where, yeah, and they don't they don't even seem like it's bothering each other at all. They're, like it's they're, going very well. They're both averaging 26, 27 points a game. They're both averaging 35 minutes a game. They're both averaging five rebounds a game. Like, all their stats are even. Like, it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Makes me so happy, though. It, it's amazing. Like, I, I, I don't understand how well this is working, but they, they've been able to pull it off, like, Lonzo seems to be getting better. We talked about it a little bit last week. It's been it's been like three weeks since we last recorded. Uh, but Lonzo seems to be finding his rhythm, you know, off the ball, which isn't what we were too excited about. But like his averages for like rebounds and assists continue to go up slowly, and also his points are going up slowly. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, and then Vooch, like I think. I think Vooch has been a huge part of his win streak. Yeah, no, he has. He, he's been a double double machine, like getting. Uh, I might have. To and he had like his... twenty one boards, um, like two or three games ago or some shit like that. Yeah, I might have to look up his uh, his last couple games because it's been kind of ridiculous. Uh, how he's been doing uh, against just everybody. Yeah, twenty boards against the Hawks. So sixteen points, twenty boards. Mm-hmm. He yeah. is killing it right now. <laughs> He's been the piece that we needed, which is exactly what we got him for. Um, but He's... I don't know. COVID has been... I don't want to say anything necessarily positive about COVID, but it definitely has helped some of the Bulls players in... um. There's a lot of pressure to start the season, you'd assume. Yeah. It, they take their little COVID break and just come back superstars. Every single player. Like, I mean, it's outside of DeRozan, who's just been consistently good. But anytime we've been questioning, like, ah, like, I don't know, Vooch just seems lost, goes into protocol, comes back, is all-star Vooch again. Uh, we, we were worried about Kobe. He comes back from COVID, and then he's just like, all right, cool. This is who you guys wanted me to be. Uh, it, yeah. it's been it's been kind of amazing to see and then like Vooch has been eating pretty well like on rebounds his last four games it's 16 20 17 and 15 uh yeah he's dealing with 
teams that are hit hard. Specifically, the the Hawks were hit hard by COVID, but so were the Bulls for some of the you know some of those games. So it's like you can't even mm-hmm. say like, oh, the Bulls are taking advantage of teams that are down. It's like the Bulls had nine people in protocol. Like they shouldn't be on an eight game win streak. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't played any scrubs. I mean, we played some scrubs. Yeah. No offense to the Houston Rockets, but um, I don't know, man. This this team just feels really fucking good. Like they just seem like, dare I say, a team of destiny. It's it's looking more and more like that. And as I just look at how this team's built, like Ao's been doing great. I know he's only averaging six points, but he's still like that great energy guy, and he's been actually closing games. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought that Kobe White coming back would maybe hinder him a bit, but it so far seems to be working pretty well. When they play small ball, Kobe, him, Damar, <laughs> and uh Levine and uh Ball have all been out there. Mm-hmm. Like Damar's playing power forward now, uh, which isn't anything too new. He did that in San Antonio for like probably ninety percent of his games. Yeah. But they're they're doing super well right now. Like it almost makes the podcast less interesting because there's like nothing to complain <laughs> about. Uh- <laughs> like I think I think the most interesting things right now are that we do have I wanna say four potential all stars. Mm-hmm. We have DeMar DeRozan who I think needs to be discussed more as the um, MVP. And, and I know he's been talked about plenty as MVP. But, not but nobody, like I think, is really taking them seriously. Yeah. As. Uh, he has been, I don't know, is it fair to say he's been the most, I, I guess that's always the discussion. Is the MVP the most valuable player to their team? Or are they the best player? In the it, league. it changes year to year. Um, I I think it has to be a combination of it. You know, uh, you look back at Russ when he won MVP. Oklahoma was not a good team, but he forced it with all these triple doubles. Um, Jokic when he won just last year. Denver necessarily wasn't the best team, but Jokic was the best player at that time. Like it changes from year to year. I'm a believer that the MVP should be that glue, that that person that a team absolutely cannot win without. Yeah, and, I mean, which is a kind of a strike against Demar because he has Levine averaging just to, you know just as many points. Yeah, but Levine's done that before, and the Bulls were pretty bad. We do have a well, no, our team is better in a sense of functioning pieces together with a good coach. But our team, I don't know, aside from DeRozan, isn't that different. Well, Lonzo, Lonzo's a huge part in Vooch. Yeah. Eh, never mind. I mean, I mean, the only thing I can think of, um, uh, Jokic is having like a, a phenomenal season again. The only problem is he's having the Giannis thing where Giannis is having an incredible season, but it's kind of what you expect from them. Yeah, true. So it, it feels like it means less, uh, I would probably say the lead runners for MVP, at least for me, I don't know if you want to name yours, uh, I would say are uh, Durant, 
Curry and Demar. I would say Curry, Demar, and I don't know a third at the moment. Yeah, I, I would but just I'd say, say it had to be between those two. Yeah, because I would say like Curry's just kind of having you know his accolade season where he's just getting you know the three point record and it's going to be he already has it and it's going to be obliterated. His team is the best team in the league and they're missing their number two player still. Yep. Uh, so I think Curry is like definitely leading. Uh, Durant is averaging almost 30 points a game. I'm sure it's going to slow down a little bit because once they get Kyrie Irving going, they can then chill out Durant a little bit and he won't have to play as hard as he's currently playing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I could see, uh, Demar, especially if he gets more game winners and he's you know continues to hold this up, him just sliding into like number two. But I kind of think it's Curry's to lose. It's hard to beat Curry. It really it's is very hard to beat Curry. I, I can fish for plenty of reasons why it be Curry, but no more really how it has been balling. Yeah, I, the only one who like I'm, I'm gonna be annoyed is like LeBron's playing really well, but the Lakers are just so bad right now. I'm gonna be mad when LeBron ends up in third place. I'm gonna hate that because I feel like he's just gonna immediately just get votes and. LeBron is playing out of his mind for a 37-year-old, but the, the Lakers aren't great. The Lakers are cheeks. It's it's so damn bad right now. Like, <laughs> I've been actually enjoying watching... I hate Skip Bayless, but I've been enjoying watching clips of him <laughs> this year <laughs> because the Lakers are so bad. Yeah, I might need to do that. I, I, I haven't watched any skip in I don't know how long. I I I detest that 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 man. But something about his, his his this is the one year that his like anti-LeBron shit is entertaining. Because <laughs> I like LeBron, but like, uh, which is part of the reason why I don't like Skip Bayless. But like, just listening to him have a field day with LeBron and Russ has been just fucking gold this year. I've been enjoying the Lakers and all their misery, but I feel bad for Anthony Davis. Still I, a big fan. I don't. I'm still mad Anthony Davis made the top 75 over Dwight Howard. <laughs> it's too. I don't know. I please the fifth. It's too early in AD's career to solidify him, especially when this early in his career. I know he's been around for like what ten years now. Uh, yeah, but he's been injured for like four of those years. So like the idea that they put him over Dwight in that shit just I don't know it bothers me. That's a valid argument. I'm yeah. just biased. Love me some Anthony Davis. I know. Yeah, you're you're a hometown kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> I know. You, if the Bulls were you know gonna trade like Levine for AD, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, I'd accept that. Yeah, and as long yeah. as we keep Demar though. Yeah, yeah, it only works uh, that way. But like, if this was the Paxson's Bulls, I would imagine they get AD in like two years when he's like completely broken. But I don't feel the Bulls would make that mistake. So <laughs> like thirty-three year old AD. Yeah, yeah, thirty-three year old AD. You know, it's just like you know when uh, Paxson got Ben Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, young Chad was so hyped for that. <laughs> oh, man, how I was wrong. Oh, man. He wasn't terrible. Just too late. Is it a fever dream or was Rip Hamilton on the Bulls at one point? Rip was there, too. I was yeah. thinking that. Yep. Uh, 
I was just like, shit, Riff Hamilton was there. Was he there with Ben Wallace? I don't think so. I think he was there, like, with Keith Bogans and Derrick Rose. Yeah, oh my god, he retired a bull, technically, <laughs> his last two seasons. It was always, I was like, man, is Rip playing tonight? And it was always a coin toss. Oh my god, I, I just, like, clicked on this. I'm just like, okay, how, how were the, oh man. Yeah, he doesn't even have the glasses in his picture. So, nah, so messed up. No mask. Yeah. I don't think he wore the mask with the Bulls. He might have wore it every once in a while. See, that, that, that's how you know things are bad for the Bulls back then, is when they had Rip Hamilton without the mask. But yeah, let's get back on track. Um, <laughs> so we talked about uh, DeMar and his game winners and how... have they? They haven't released any of the all-star stuff, right? No numbers no, or anything like that? No, I was like thinking that? that before we started. No numbers yet. But you got to believe that he's... DeRozan's got to be one of the top vote-getters. And if he's not, the coaches are going to vote him in. Like, yeah. Levine might get screwed out. If Levine doesn't get in for the votes, remember I've been saying all season, I think the players are going to take care of Levine. I think the players are going to take care of DeMar before they take care of Levine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which would suck for Levine, because it, it's a big year for him. Yeah, it's... But. It's going to be, you know, Levine getting his first All-Star, first time in the playoffs? Second time? First time? I don't first know. time. First time in the playoffs, and they have the chance to be, like, the top seed. And right now, looking at the East, like, if the Bulls are the top seed, like, the Red, the East is, like, top-heavy for the most part. Like, the first three seeds are the only seeds that matter for right now. Uh, I guess the Heat being at four. Yeah, I, I still feel very confident against every Eastern playoff team right now, top eight, except the Heat. And I would like to see us play the Bucks before I say I'm not worried about them. Mm-hmm. But I think I think we we don't need to worry about the Bucks too much. I'm worried about the Heat, but I don't think they've played the Bulls. Have not played the Heat at full strength yet. Yeah. So we can't even. But make we've a lost twice to them, haven't we? Yeah, but it was after like Demar, I think, was in protocol the first time, and then the second time, everybody was in protocols. Yeah, true. So we have not seen, and they play the Heat soon. No, it's gonna be a while before they play the Heat again. Or are they done with the Heat uh, for the season? Uh, I'm just like quickly. We get them again the in February, last day of February, February twenty eighth. Okay, so it's going to be a while before, but hopefully, you know, the season isn't stopped and everyone is good by then, and then we'll get the true test. But yeah, like the the Bucks, you you just mentioned before recording the first game for the Bucks. Do you know that offhand? Um. Oh snap! January twenty first. January twenty first. Yeah. Okay, which is just fucking wild that that is the first game against the Bucks. Yeah, I think that's the the next true test, like at least for the Eastern Conference thing uh, teams. Like I, I still imagine even the Bulls, as good as they are, will probably struggle against the Warriors. I'm ho- I, I've got my fingers crossed, thinking maybe, just maybe, we can beat the Warriors. Watch with our luck though. That's gonna be when um when Clay comes back. Uh, I think Clay. Yeah, Clay might be back by then. He's he's gonna be back real soon. 
Uh, and they said they're not, uh, Steve Kerr said he's not messing around and uh, Clay is just going to start right away. Uh, which, which... I expect Clay might win MVP. <laughs> if he just comes back. <laughs> and then it, what come if, back splashing. What if what, co-MVP, just give it to Curry for the first half and then give it to Clay for the second half? Yeah. Because then Curry can just take take it easy for the rest of the year, and then Clay because Clay's gonna come out for like vengeance. Yeah, man, I love me some Clay Thompson. Same, and I really appreciate how good the Warriors are right now, and how good Clay or Steph is playing. But I do not want to see a Warriors NBA Finals again. I'm over it. Unless it's Hated against the Bulls, it when it happened. Warriors and the Bulls would be fucking phenomenal finals. That'd be pretty fun. Unless they, unless they are tiers of better than us, then, then I don't want to watch that in the final. <laughs> I know I don't want to watch. Leave early. <laughs> I don't want to see them get stomped, uh, by the Warriors. But I, I feel like <laughs> just the Lakers versus the Sixers. But like, man, does he see Curry like the best three point shooter versus Demar the best mid range shooter? <laughs> uh, uh, but then it worries me because like. Wiggins and Poole are so damn good this year. Yeah, man. I, I've been a Wiggins hater for a while. And this year, I haven't even been able to hate you. He's balling. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what how he fits into it once, you know, like, Clay Thompson comes back. But... Yeah. That is a scary thing. might be traded. You, I don't think so. I think they still... I, I, if anything, I think Poole gets traded. I could see that, too. Like you trade pool, uh, depending on how young pool is, I honestly don't know. It's just like his third or fourth year. Yeah, you can get something really valuable for him. You could probably get a pick and then another big to help uh, Draymond. I always forget they have James Wiseman. Yeah, they, uh, Wiseman. They have Porter Jr. Oh yeah. Uh, Peyton uh, the second. Gary Payton. And then, you know, <laughs> Iguodala just chilling, like putting <laughs> in like work. Like, I, I don't know. I, I know Iguodala has talked about retiring eventually, but like I just see him just doing a Vince Carter thing of just like sticking around the league for forever. <laughs> the you guys Haslam, where he just settles in with the Warriors and he's like, yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just with, be with here the heat, forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, we should um, uh, talk about the return of Joe Johnson for a little bit. Ooh, that was fun. Yeah, I only saw that one. Um, well, I didn't even see the whole game, but I saw that clip. He yeah. scored the point. Uh, sadly, his ten day contract was not renewed. Damn. Um, but it was fun to see Joe Johnson back. <laughs> um, I, I think it's for sure that Joe Johnson could could play right now. I mean, I. I see him getting another contract more than I see Thomas getting another contract. I was surprised the Lakers signed Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> I've never really liked Isaiah Thomas. Uh, not like dislike him, just not fond of his game. Yeah, no, I just never... He wasn't as scrappy as a Nate Robinson for my liking. Yeah. Uh, I think I really, really stop, stopped um, enjoying him when he was with the um the Celtics that playoff series he just kept flopping 
Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. He's definitely. I I I see why people like him. He de- definitely seems like he works hard, but it was just something, something about his play style just doesn't translate too much anymore. But I I totally see Joe Johnson getting another shot in the NBA, especially we're not done with COVID, and the NBA has decided that no matter what happens, they will not stop this season. I wish LeBron was GM LeBron right now. He signed Joe Johnson. Man, I but do the do the Lakers need another like thirty five year old <laughs> to forty year old player? They don't need it, but we the fans need that. How would you feel about Joe Johnson getting uh, Matt Thomas's spot on the Bulls? <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, I live with that. That'd yeah. be fine. Uh, we we should talk about like uh, so Alizé Johnson was cut. Uh, yep. In favor of McKinney. Uh, McKinney, who's a, a Chicago person. He, I think he's been in NBA on and out for a couple years now. Uh, he's in COVID protocol right now, which is a shame. Like it was like immediately after they signed him, uh, he had to go into it, but we, uh, now have, uh, him in there. He was really good in, uh, his 10 day contract. Super, super like valuable. Like he hustled his ass off. Uh, mm-hmm. for them uh but then we also who else did the bull sign the bull signed uh someone who i even after years of 2k can never figure out how to say his name or talking about um Ersan Ersan yeah they they signed they signed him uh just, did they sign jordan bell too has jordan bell been yeah on i did get a notification saying we signed bill yeah, so Dude, it's so hard to keep up with these COVID signings. And then Tyler Cook, uh, uh, I believe, was signed probably a little bit before we last recorded. And then Mac McClun, uh, which I just I don't know. I I think people just like his name. Uh, <laughs> but he's on his second ten uh, day contract as of three days ago. Uh, so a lot of lot of new bulls. Uh, I don't know if any of them are staying but I kind of like them all more than Matt Thomas. I don't know why I just pick on a Bulls player every time we record where I'm just like, I don't, I don't like that guy. Uh, but I don't know. Every time I see Matt Thomas get the ball and he just shoots it up immediately, I'm just like, oh, okay. It's so funny because <laughs> that's literally the game plan. He's like, all right, you passed to me. It's time for me to shoot. I got two minutes. I got to make this count. And then it's just like, okay, cool. It's so funny. I, but I don't hate it. I'm fine yeah. with it. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's so weird. So I'm on Google and I pulled up the Bulls roster. I feel like for Io they used his high school photo. <laughs> Let me see. If you go to like just type in Chicago Bulls and then you click uh, players, <laughs> everyone else that seems definitely like looks like and a then, high school photo. And then Zach Levine, some type of school photo, is super young. Zach Levine. <laughs> I have no idea who picks these photos for them, but it's kind of <laughs> hilarious. That doesn't like, even look like Levine. <laughs> That's so. Got to be some type of some type of AI Caruso's got hair picture, so. in his Google photo. I'm wow. so confused. I did do a good job of including like everyone, I guess. Yeah, oh, I forgot we signed Mac McClung. Yeah, yeah, Mac McClung. He's on a, again. He was on a second ten day contract. 
which I don't know if you just replace him with Matt Thomas, I, I don't think anyone would notice or care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mac McClung is Riff Raff's cousin. Are you fucking... See, yeah, sign this man now. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you telling me we can have an, a Warriors-Bulls finals with a halftime show being Riff Raff? I love me some Riff Raff, not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not gonna act like I've listened to his whole catalog, but the songs I, that I listen to... I only I have the Saints Row song that he did. <laughs> Which one is that? Uh, uh, it, he's a featured artist on it. Uh, is it like Bitch, I'm a Unicorn or some shit? Either way. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> Riff Raff song, but if you can get him to perform at a Warriors-Bulls finals, I'm fine with that. I will that'd, accept that. That'd be so funny. I'd be here for it. Yep. I, I don't think you can hate that at that point. Now I nah, think the Bulls dude. roster is perfect, even with Matt That's Thomas. a blessing. If you got to see Riff Raff perform at a halftime show, that's a blessing for sure. Yeah, I mean, the only thing better is to see Ja Rule at a halftime show. <laughs> All these people's photos are like they're like college or like their freshman year of college or something yeah i mean but it's weird though they updated lonzo's to his bulls one tyler cook is the newest bull or one of the newest bulls he's got his uh oh, yeah patrick williams is in his college one javante green's college mac mcclun's college fucking he is Caruso. Alex Caruso photo yeah he has hair. hair yeah it's fucking weird that's just a candid shot of demar Derozan. Yeah, <laughs> Marcos is wearing a soccer uniform. Like I, I have no idea what the fuck, like Google's on for this shit. Yeah, that Zach Levine one looks like he's on the red carpet for the kids. Awards awards, yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> he's about to get slimed in this photo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Who Google? Why? <laughs> I don't understand. All right, uh, so. I we we kind of established we're, we're happy with the team right like Kobe seems like we're we're fine now we're not on the trade Kobe train anymore. yeah I'm on the keep Kobe on board train right unless you can get a really good power forward I'm I'm on the the keep Kobe thing like if they just trade Kobe for another shooting guard point guard then it's just like what's the point unless they can get a pick because they desperately need picks because they don't really have too many yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because you potentially just stay with what we have, ride this out, let Kobe White keep balling out, and then get Patrick White back next year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what happens next year. Is Levine even here next year? I mean, I what would... What if we... I mean, it keeps coming up. What if we trade Levine? I, d- I don't think you... Like, that would be such a weird thing. I, I don't think... If they were the sixth seed... I could see that happening, but they're the first seed. Number one seed. Yeah. I I don't think they can do that. I, I still think, I think we talked about it last time, but like if they, if, if the Wolves pull like Kobe for Miles Turner or something, that would be like the only there. thing I'm in favor of. Uh, how tall is Jeremy Grant? <laughs> like six, nine, six, ten. Okay, perfect. Like that, that would be another one I would be fine with, but I almost feel like he, he's probably more valuable than that. I do love me some Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. but I don't want a Tobias Harris situation. 
Yeah, yeah. I, those are like the only two people I could like Miles Turner and and Grant are the only ones that I can see like fitting on the current Bulls. Yeah. But otherwise, I think they're, I think they're pretty locked down. Uh, I mean, there's always room for them to add someone in like free agency or packaging some of these like uh, bench guys to do something. Because uh, I feel like Derek Jones Jr. is kind of being underutilized just a little bit still. Yeah, but he has good minutes. He, I can he does. see him as a valuable like playoff piece. Yeah, I do too. But I can also see other teams being like, we could probably do more with him. Uh, and and making an offer, uh, but it, it's hard to tell uh, what they'll end up doing. Um, so we're we're happy where the teams are. Uh, we think they're they got three all stars because uh, I think I think Ball's not going to be an all star this year unless the fans vote him in. Yeah, that's fair. His stats. I say there. three. I say we should have three for sure. I yeah. can see a reality in which we get two of like DeRozan and Vucevic in some weird way. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, because I think no matter what, the players and coaches will take care of one of the Bulls, either yeah. if it's Demar or Levine. Who knows? Uh, but if they can get both of them in there, I almost feel like they should be a lock at this point. DeRozan and Levine absolutely should be in the All Star game. Yeah, and then Vooch is just like he if he continues to play this hard, it's gonna be hard to ignore him. And then I just want I want a dunk contest with Derek Jones Jr. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine. And then I don't care who the fourth person is. That, I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? Just to have three <laughs> Bulls players. Like, would the NBA even allow that? <laughs> they can't. They can't allow that. Okay. No, you got to put, like, John Moran in there. No, you would put Gordon in there just so Levine and him can he's, go at it. He's retired. He doesn't want any of that anymore. Uh, you, you just... just just have all three Bulls players and, and, and then Gordon go in there. But um, we should talk. Uh, last time we talked a lot of shit about Laurie and Denzel. This is true. Uh, they did get revenge and they beat a beaten down Bulls. But a lot of things still hurts to lose to the Cavs, but we were broken. It, they, they definitely were. Uh, the Cavs are the sixth seed. They're actually one of the more impressive teams in the last like two weeks uh, to where they're on a little bit of a run. They made some trades. Uh, did the, the Rondo trade finalize? I believe so. Because Rubio's out for the season, which is devastating. They're going to replace Rubio with Rondo, which I don't know exactly how that's. It's a desperation move more than anything. Kind of funny the Lakers just let him go. Right, because you have him. He proved himself the last couple playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like he's gonna give you an ugly regular season, but come the playoffs, he's like, that's why he gives you an ugly regular season. He's like ready to go. Like of all the players on the Lakers, I did not think Rondo would be who they trade. I honestly thought they were gonna trade Melo. They can't do that. I, I, Melo's the man. I but I I I, I just see Melo just being traded. Um, so Rubio, Sexton went out in November, Rubio just went out last week, so now they're putting Rondo in there, uh, they traded their future with, uh, Valentine, so I, I'm guessing the Cavs... Who's gonna model the jerseys now? <laughs> I, I wonder, so the Cavs are six right now, they were on their way to probably breaking into 
a top four team potentially. Um, But they're probably going to drop now because they just had too many losses. Uh, And the Valentine trade is going to just really haunt them. Uh, It's going to destroy them. He's going to MVP, MVP Valentine. Hell yeah, for the G League, for sure. Um, (laughs) But he ended up was traded to the Knicks. The Knicks then cut him uh, to allow him to be signed by another team. So it means that there are teams looking for his services, potentially. Um, That's good. Yeah, I mean, he's not a... We give him shit just because he disappointed us. Same reason why we gave Laurie shit. Uh, Yeah. But... I mean, it sound, it's going to sound like I'm giving him shit now. Uh, but he, he's a serviceable player for like a like a Pacers team or a Pistons team. You I know? can see that. I can see yeah. him on the Rockets. You know? Like he's he's like a, a Evan Turner. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good... Evan Turner was a little better. But that's like... Yeah. <laughs> but that's not a bad <laughs> comparison. Like... I can still see him having like a like kind of a, a a breakout season, not like oh my god, this guy's amazing, but like oh shit, he's averaging ten points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like for like a, a Pelicans team, or you know, because Portland's crazy. You know, Portland be like, all right, Dame, we're making moves. Here you go. <laughs> we got you another piece. Yeah, here's we got Denzel Valentine. Yeah, here here's uh, Denzel Valentine. Um. But yeah, so as of right now, the Lakers are 500. Uh, th- do you think they can make the play-in? The Lakers? The Lakers. I, I completely changed gears right away just because I was looking at the Western Conference. Oh, it's fine. I was My mind was on Carmelo Anthony. Okay. okay. Um, I, I don't see them. Well, I don't know. The play-in is the play-in. What do you have to be, the 10th seed? Well, they're the 8th seed right now. Yeah, I can see them making the plan. Okay. Um, do you see them doing a fire sale at any point, or are they just going to hope they can make the playoffs and then prove everyone wrong that they raw talent is enough? If they drop to the 10th seed or below before the trade deadline, I think they fire sale. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any scraps that the Bulls would want, but I really don't think. Mellow. 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 No, 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 Mellow. We already I want Mellow. Vooch already is very aggressive for garbage rebounds. We don't need Mellow screaming, I got that shit at Vooch. Look out of here. I got it. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. Nailing some threes. Nailing some threes and then getting some scrub rebounds just to fuck Vooch's average up. Uh, It'd be great. He's hitting him for Patrick Williams. Because I'm trying to see Sans the defense. <laughs> I'm trying to see teams that might just give up this season. I'm assuming the Blazers will have some sort of fire sale. Because uh, they're the 12th seed right now. There's like no hopes for them. Um, the Kings are on the 10th seed, but if the Lakers continue to fall, I can see the Kings being like, we're kind of happy with our team and then squeezing into a play-in. Uh, uh, but if they could just give us Marvin Bagley. I know, that's all we need. We just need them to go on a losing streak. Uh and make our dreams come true for that. Um, the Knicks are kind of stuck with what they have now, and they're the 11th seed. Rose is out for six weeks? Not the season, right? Derrick Rose is out for six weeks? He's out like six weeks, yeah. Yeah. The so Knicks then, peaked way too early. 
Yeah, and now they're, they're going to be struggling a little bit. And then they gave away Valentine, so they're going to also regret uh, <laughs> the moves they made. Yep. Uh, the Hawks might be... Cons- like The Hawks are in a weird spot, because I feel like they started the season bad, and then COVID made them significantly worse. <laughs> I'm just looking at fire sales. For a little bit. Like a three or four game streak or something. Yeah. Celtics are in a weird spot. Yeah, I really like the Bulls' chances with every team right now except mm-hmm. the Warriors and potentially the Suns. Unless the, unless the Sixers get Ben Simmons back or something. I yeah, I completely forgot Ben Simmons. I He went to practice, right? He practiced. I don't know. I haven't heard enough Ben Simmons news and I'm salty. Yeah. Apparently, I don't want him on the Sixers. I want him on the Bulls, but I, I can't picture a trade where that happens. Yeah, I, I don't see where he would fit. I, 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 so apparently the Knicks are considering Simmons now that their season might be over with Rose out, which is wild Ew. to think that Derrick Rose goes out and you're like, our season's over. Uh, ben Simmons and Julius Randle together just hurts me. Oh, uh, who do you give to the ball late in the game? <laughs> I'd hate to watch that. It'd oh, be painful. Man. Oh man. Uh, they, they I love Tibbs, but in a Tibbs offense. Oh no. They can't do that to <laughs> They can't do that to Spike Lee. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. Yeah. I... Watching Julius Randle in the playoffs last year hurt. I'm not even a Knicks fan. Yeah, I, I think I'm just kind of hopeful for the Hawks or the Pacers to continue to like fall and then maybe they fire sale and then the bulls can pick up one of their bigs. Yeah, uh, that'd be nice. But yeah. The Raptors. No. The I mean the Raptors are ninth. They can still make a run. They're in that play in contention. Um, they're just, they're just floating at 500. They could they could dip. They no, that I mean everyone can dip that's in that like if you're not in the I mean, the, the East is so weak that if you're not in the top five, you can dip. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'd say, yeah, everybody all the way down to the 13th seed in the East has a chance at the playoffs still. I mean, not just still. I mean, probably through the season. Yeah, while when you look at the 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 Western Conference, I mean, I would say like the top six seeds are locked in. And then you just have well, I mean, the Clippers eventually they'll get Leonard Why? back. So, like, yeah, I would feel like the top seven seeds for the the Western Conference are kind of locked in. Everyone else is battling out. Why the East? You're right. Like, it's like thirteen, one through thirteen are like a scramble. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Uh, I think I think we're ready to wrap this up. Uh, got a decent schedule if you're still looking at the schedule chad and bring that up but i think we talked a little bit about that earlier yeah about how the next few games we've got we'll see the knicks i'm uh, sorry not the knicks the nets it's like does Mav- that bucks game fit in before our next episode i think so or it's no is we record it right before it well we can always move things around if we need to that's true might need to just so we can have that game in there because that game's a very important game we'd want to talk about right away. Yeah. Um, It's probably the most important game over the next few days because we've got the Warriors, Nets, 
Pistons, I guess, um, Grizzlies, Cavs, and then the Bucks. Yeah, that that's an important stretch. I think that Bucks game is a Friday though, so we might not be able to fit that game in. Yeah. Uh, after all, but we'll at least have the the Nets. We'll have the Warriors, uh, and then of course we'll have that crucial Cavs game. Uh, we're, we're... <laughs> Where Lowry makes his long-awaited return to the United Center. What did we say? Thirty-five double-double win. Thirty-five double-double win. Yeah. Okay. So. We'll we'll have that going for us, uh, but uh, I'll let you take the show away. All righty, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to Chad and MJC Talking Bulls. Um, I'm your host, Chad, and as always, MJC is with me, and we are bidding you adieu. Until next time, Bulls will likely be on a 16-game win streak by then. Hopefully. Hopefully. And you scared me. I thought you, you like stroked out and we we're going to start the show again. I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys in two weeks, maybe three weeks if we want to get that Bucks game in. But two weeks for sure. All right, guys. Peace.